Hello everyone and welcome to Friends Till the End, your one-stop shop for all things Friends, where we go through an episode of Friends every week and talk about it and talk about just how great it is and how much better our lives are now having watched it. I'll say. I'm Michael. And I'm Elizabeth. And we just watched season one, episode nine of Friends, the one where Underdog gets away. A classic episode, Elizabeth, wouldn't you say? Well, it was for me because apparently there's a fluke. Since I have seen season one already, and this is a fluke in my watching because I have no memory of seeing this one. You said that about the last episode as well. No, no, this one for real though. I don't remember <laughs> really? this at all because I was like, who's underdog? What is that? So I really think that this, I have never, never so seen we're this We're watching one. it with fresh eyes. This is how it's going to be from season two onwards. I know. Oh, exciting. I really have to pay attention. Yep, you really do. <laughs> Start taking some more diligent notes. Uh, before we get on to, we'll carry on with our higher or lower game that we started a couple of episodes back. Mm. Uh, so episode eight, the one where Nana dies twice, that had 21.1 million viewers, Elizabeth. Do you think this one, the one where Underdog gets away, got more or less than that number? Was it... Aired on a holiday. It was aired November 17th, 1994, so this is their mm. Thanksgiving episode. No, it's probably the week before Thanksgiving then. No, no. If it was a Thursday. Oh, yeah, before yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah, the week before Thanksgiving, even though this is their Thanksgiving episode. I'd say lower. Lower? Mm-hmm. Well, 23.1 million people uh, watched this one, so you're wrong. No! By a lot, jeez. Before we get into the episode fully, I suppose we have to address the elephant in the room. Um, we recently uh, took a little visit to uh, to see my parents recently, and we were discussing the, the the topic of the podcast came up, and we were talking about it, and they'd listen to it and stuff like that. And um, well, basically, a spoiler was dropped upon your lap that was unavoidable from a certain member of my family who <laughs> shall remain nameless. But uh, yeah, we've had a you've had a pretty major plot spoiler come to light. Uh, an enormous plot spoiler. I'm imagining if you're listening to this, you probably have seen all the episodes of Friends, but if not and you don't want to know, maybe just uh, tune out for the next, like, two minutes or so. But, uh, Elizabeth, what, to say, yeah. what was, what was the, the spoiler that was dropped upon you? It's hard for me to even say it because I, I'm in shock. So the spoiler that was dropped upon me is that... Chandler and Monica get married. Oh, God. You're shocked and appalled? I'm shocked and appalled. Why are you shocked and appalled, Elizabeth? That combination is wrong on so many levels. It's fun to say this because you're not so much angry about the spoiler, like knowing the spoiler. You're just mad at what the spoiler is, really. Yeah, I'd say so. And now, now that I've seen one episode knowing that every time they look at each other i just assume oh it's foreshadowing oh i should have caught this i should have known from the beginning well i still think there's i don't think the show is completely ruined um i think you know we did discuss just closing up shop and going home and never doing another episode but i think we'll soldier on bravely there's people that depend on us for their entertainment so we are gonna we are gonna carry on with things do you want to... How do you think it's going to happen? Do you think it's going to be... You know, we've got 10 oh. seasons. What do you think? Is this going to be like the big build that we get to season 10? Is it something that's maybe going to... When do you see it happening? Um, Probably more towards the end, only because it didn't seem like they break up or they get divorced or anything. Well, you don't know that. No, but the way that the spoiler was, was said is that 
and he said it was really the only thing he knew about friends. Mm-hmm. So, to me, that seems like they get together maybe towards the end or at the end, and it, you just leave the show with them being together. Interesting. But I don't know. Interesting. Well, I'm not going to say anything because you've had enough spoil for you. It was very well, funny. Yeah. It was very funny how it happened. You know, we were sitting around at lunch. And oh, it was my dad, bless his heart, who he, he, he's never seen, I don't think he's seen an episode of Friends in his life. So he was just sort of asking about characters. And, uh, you know, we were talking about how I had said, oh, I, I kind of like to model my, my humor on Chandler. And my dad just went, oh, is Chandler the one that was married to Monica? And we we're like, ah! <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's how it happened. So that's what we know. There's still plenty of good stuff to come along. I think there's still going to be plenty of surprises along the way. Um, and I think it's going to be fun to see how they get there. Does anything top that? Does anything top that? Yeah, there's more stuff. There's right. plenty of stuff. I think that's that was kind of the big shocker. That's, that's one of the big oh, shockers. But there's man. more stuff along the way. All right. There's more stuff along the way. Don't worry. All right. So moving on, we open where we've opened on so many of these episodes in good old Central Perk coffee shop. We have Rachel. She's she's chatting to the manager, owner of Central Perk, who we're introduced to the first time. Either one. Maybe, I mean, obviously her boss in some way. Yeah, Terry. 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 Uh, she is asking for, I wrote race, but it's not a race. She's just asking for like a little advance. She's yeah. She's needing an extra hundred dollars so that she can... Go on a ski trip with her family. Mm-hmm. Terry, does, rather than saying yes or no, he just says, you're a terrible, terrible waitress. Uh, which I suppose is a, an answer on whether or not she can have a raise or not. I know, but I guess why would he keep her around then if he thinks she's so bad? Yeah, pretty easy on the eye, that Rachel. Well, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's I mean, a good question, actually. A, he made such a point of it. You are a terrible, terrible, terrible waitress. But he knows that he has got the best damn barista in the whole of New York City behind there. They've got Gunther, that silver, <laughs> that bleach-haired coffee god. He can he can turn anyone into a master waitress. Again, I haven't met Gunther. Oh, just and you wait. And we haven't been introduced to him just yet. Just you wait. That's, that, that doesn't count as a spoiler. But he's gonna. He's, he's just gonna, always there, lurking in the background, in the he's shadows. He's serving coffee. He's doing his job, unlike other people. Because the, the scene ends with Rachel being like, "Oh, I'm getting better. Does anyone need coffee?" She asks the whole shop, "Does anyone need coffee?" And everyone, everyone raises their hand. Goes, "Yes, yes, I need some." And then, you well, know, apparently Gunther's not doing as well. Gunther as he wasn't did. on shift there. Terry oh, was there. Rachel was well, there. Well. Yeah, you can't blame Gunther for that. He wasn't even in that day. Gunther. So anyway, that was the fun little button that opened up the episode. That she was a terrible waitress. In case in point, nobody in the coffee shop has any has any coffee so hilarious and into the episode we go here we go and that kind of leads us in rachel was talking about uh, needing the advance because it's the family's thanksgiving ski trip they're going to vail mm-hmm. vail yeah colorado colorado cool i think that's in colorado i think so too okay um so it's a thanksgiving episode basically the episode kind of revolves around the preparations for thanksgiving this uh again don't want to go into too much spoiler territory, but the Thanksgiving episode of Friends, they always kind of make a, a big deal about it. Uh, there's always something kind of special going on, or they make a big deal about it. I don't know. You didn't think they did this episode, clearly. No, no. 
the way you had to preface it with not going into spoiler territory well, means that there must be some Thanksgiving episode coming up where something happens. Well, stuff happens in Thanksgiving. There's, like, guest appearances sometimes, and, like, they just make it, mm. like, I don't know. When I think to the future episodes, I think, oh, yeah, that happened at Thanksgiving. Some of the best episodes happen at Thanksgiving, I okay. guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay. It's the one where... Like father, like son. It's, <laughs> it's where they finally get together. After she breaks up with Joey. Oh, no, just kidding. Ah, not falling for it. So, Rachel's got her own little uh, conundrum. She needs uh, an extra $100 for a ski trip. Monica and Ross, uh, they have a bit of a spanner in their works to their normal plans. Their parents are going away on vacation, which means they're having to spend Thanksgiving by themselves. Mm -hmm. I can't really say I blame their parents on that. I don't don't think I'd want to spend Thanksgiving with Ross. (laughs) <laughs> Why not? He's just a drag. We'll get to that later on in the episode, I suppose. <laughs> uh, and Joey has a modeling job. He is modeling for health posters. Yes. So that's kind of his thing. Uh, Monica and Ross decide that they're going to have Thanksgiving themselves in their apartment. Monica's going to do the cooking. You know, meal by a professional chef. Not bad going, really. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Because you just never see her at her job. You don't see anyone at their job, <laughs> though, to true. be fair. Uh, so, yeah, Monica's going to put it on. Phoebe is invited along because her grandmother and her boyfriend celebrate Thanksgiving in December because he follows a lunar cal- calendar. Mm-hmm. Like so, you do. But as you, well, if you know Phoebe, then, of course, you probably do some nonsense like that. So Phoebe's coming along, and Chandler, of course, hates Thanksgiving. So he's kind of invited along anyway because he wouldn't be celebrating because of his reasons, which we find out later in the episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's a little party, the four of them, to begin with. Mm-hmm. Joey's still planning on going to, to his parents. We see Joey later on, down in the subway. Uh, we get a little bit of a close-up look of some of that classic Joey banter when it comes to chat-up lines. What are you, you know, thinking of? We've, we see him on the subway, he's going to, he's yeah. a pretty girl, and you know, Joey's a bit of a ladies' man, we've seen it so far, so this is him sort of seeing the master at work here. Uh, what did you think of his chat? You know, I didn't notice it good or bad one way or the other. Oh, it was that silky smooth, you didn't even realize he was <laughs> putting the moves It was just the, the locks on. I got distracted by his gorgeous by head of hair. his gorgeous head of hair. You're liking it right now? Yeah. Sort of floppy, yeah. curtain, greasy. It's all right. It's yeah, okay. you know, like, I feel like if I ran my hands through it, I'd come out with globs all over my fingers, but... Well, Chandler's is kind of the same, but just kind of pushed back a little bit more. Well, I like Chandler. Okay. I, I think he's the cutest. Yeah? You think Chandler's the cutest? Yeah. All right. Interesting. <sighs> but not good enough for Monica. Oh, okay. Or maybe Monica's not good enough for him. It's stuck. It's stuck in my mind. Oh. I can't escape you need to, it. You need to let it go. Okay. You okay. Joey in the subway. Joey in the subway. So Joey's in the subway, giving some pretty piss-poor chat lines, basically, complimenting a girl on her ability to sell perfume but, or something but she was falling for it she yeah, liked it it was working I yeah it so it was all right yeah i suppose so um but then i guess the kibosh is put on that when the girl looks and sees a poster that joey's on and much to joey's chagrin his modeling deal was for like it's basically saying that he has a venereal disease mm-hmm. so it's like who, who knows what mario's hiding and then it has bd at the bottom of it so basically this goes out all over new york a fun little montage with the police's don't stand so close to me going on um, so, yeah. Things not looking so good for old Joey. No, but I was wondering if you think that'd be a good paying gig for him. The amount that it's out there, it's on billboards, in the subway, on, on everything, it seems. You know, bus stops, flyers. Or modeling gigs depend, you get paid to 
depending on like how wide the reach is. I'm not sure. Yeah. So I'm wondering that. if that would be, I mean, if he would, on his resume, if people would be like, oh, right, right, those those ads, I see them all the time. And if that would be a good thing. But it doesn't really show any skill. It's not like a commercial that everyone saw. And like, oh, yeah, you were great in that. I like that. He's just no, standing. No, but it's just like a, a catalog model or something. Yeah, yeah. Showing off a product and that for that product, it's getting yourself tested he's certainly not bragging about the financial compensation so it's perhaps not that lucrative a deal yeah i don't know i don't think it'd be the worst thing it'd be kind of cool yeah. have your face all over everywhere right. I mean, it looks good in it yeah you, you wouldn't mind advertising something like that no because i think it's important for people to get tested sure yeah i don't suppose i would make the link that that person in real life would would have it no of course not obviously it's a commercial it's an yeah. ad all right and plus like I don't think any, he'd go into a bar and, and be like, oh, hi, this is my name, and can I buy you a drink? She'd be like, you're Mario from those posters. No, and slap him. But that's exactly what happened. Well, yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> it was a little unbelievable. So, well, at any rate, um, Joey's family see the adverts, and he is uninvited to their Thanksgiving <laughs> celebrations because apparently they don't want his horrible, horrible venereal diseases or genital lice jumping up and, and spoiling the dinner genital lice yeah it's a thing oh god you mean crabs yeah i guess i don't oh, know oh god so he is then invited along to monica and ross's and phoebe and chandler's celebration as well so five of the gang are all going there but rachel no rachel rachel's not going to be a part of the celebrations or so it seems because well she doesn't have much luck raising the money for work, the extra $100 she needs. Nope. There's a fun little joke where um, she goes, oh, I still need to raise $102. And Chandler goes, oh, I thought it was only $98. But then she was like, yeah, but I broke a cup. So. <laughs> I don't think any place would make their waitresses pay if they accidentally broke something. It's funny, Elizabeth. Uh, don't, you don't have to pick everything friends. apart. God. All right. Sorry. So, so it doesn't look good for her. But then her friends... Her friends rally around. They're there for her, Elizabeth, because they they give her the money, basically. Yeah, they all bucks. chip in. That's really nice. Yeah, hundred bucks for a plane ticket to Vail. They were there for her. Mm-hmm. Very good. So everything's coming up, Rachel. Basically, she thinks she's going to get to get to go to Vail, and she gets to miss out on Monica's Thanksgiving dinner, mm-hmm. um, or so she would think. And the, so we're built. We're all leading up to this big dinner. But before we can do that, Ross has to to pay a little trip over to his ex-wife's house. He goes to see Carol because I know her name this time round. But she's not at home. Susan's there instead. Her her lesbian life partner, as Ross always likes to bring up, my her lesbian life partner. So Susan's there anyway, which leads to some grade A sass between Susan and Ross. You like Susan? I noticed. I I know we've seen her before here and there, but. I've noticed that in this episode, she literally shouted every one of her lines. Oh, really? Or maybe her voice was just higher pitched or something. Mm. But it was like, what does it look like? And it was every line. I thought it was a joke at first. She's still being needlessly mean to Ross, I think. I, I guess, but like every... It was just... It was like a New Girl episode. <laughs> yeah. So much shouting. <laughs> um, it's revealed that Susan is talking to the baby bump in Carol's stomach to just kind of so it recognizes the voice. That's a legitimate thing, right? Yeah, totally. Ross was skeptical. Ross didn't think it was uh, something... Was a man. <laughs> Typical man. Typical Thank male. goodness that baby is going to be raised by two open-minded women. Absolutely. Although they, she does say that we're, they, 
she refers to him as Bobo the sperm... Uh, sperm donor? Sperm donor or something yeah. like that, which I think is a bit mean. That's the father, man. Quit. I think she's messing with him. I know, but she's marginalizing him and trivializing him. I mean, she's already, like, she's already nicked his woman. I mean, how much more of his balls does she need to chop off? Whoa. I don't know. Jeez, you don't like Susan. I don't like Susan. I never liked Susan, actually. I always thought she was uh, a bit of a bit of a sore-faced coup. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, and she yelled a lot. So anyway, this leads to Ross being mopey. He goes home and he mopes at Monica uh, about the potatoes and about the meal. And even though it's being put on, he wants his mum and dad there. Nothing's good enough. Monica's cooking the dinner. Uh, Ross wants his mashed potatoes with lumps in them like his mum makes them. Joey wants tater tots, which actually sounds pretty great, actually. I know, yeah. He was describing, you know, you take a piece of turkey, take a little cranberry sauce, and you put it on a tot. Heck yes. He yeah. knows what it's up. I'm all for he that. He knows what's up. Yep. Yeah. We should try that next year. Yeah, definitely. I, I bet Monica makes a good t- tater tot anyway. Homemade tater tot? Is mm. that what she was doing? I think she said she was making, well, she's making three types of potato. I know. That's very nice of her. Mm-hmm. And not that she was getting any appreciation for it. No, everyone was giving her crap. <laughs> I felt bad for her. She's cooking this whole dinner, and yes, she's a professional chef, but it didn't seem like really anyone was helping. I guess, like, uh, Phoebe was helping. She's doing some chopping and things here and there, but, like... Ruining Ross's potatoes. Look, who likes it with lumps? I don't mind them with the lumps. Phoebe wanted them with, like, onions and peas in them. I mean, that's Gross. Than lumpy mashed no, potatoes. No, disagree, one hundred percent. Well, that's just because you don't like peas. Okay, but look, here's the thing: Monica didn't have to do that. All she had to do was put peas and onions on the plate next to the potato. Phoebe can mash them in for herself. She's oh, not a child. True. Yeah. Well, she kindly whipped up the potatoes, thinking that normal people mm-hmm. don't like them with lumps in it. And then, so yeah, Monica had to make three different dishes. Yes, yes. All this while the Macy's Day Parade is happening. All this while the Macy's Parade is happening. Uh, Also in the meantime, Ross returns back to the apartment to see, to to talk to the baby bump, to see Carol and Susan. But but wait just a moment, who is this woman? This isn't isn't Carol, this isn't the woman we saw way back in episode two, the one with the ultrasound at the end. This is a... The, the the wavy-haired young Carol has been replaced with a, an older, straighter-haired, pointier-nosed person. Who Who is this imposter, Elizabeth? She's the the mean woman from um, It Takes Two with Mary-Kate and Ashley. Oh, okay. I don't know. I haven't oh, seen that. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah? Everyone watch it. Is it better it. than New York Minute? Oh, is that when they're older? Yeah, probably. Because I didn't watch that. I like the Australia one of them, though. Oh, I don't know. A little plug for MK and Ashley, Yeah, huh? good for them. Uh, so anyway, she's there. Ross is uh, sitting by her belly, wants to talk to the baby. Um, feels awkward. Feels awkward mm. in typical Ross fashion. God, you'd think he was trying to pay Rachel a compliment the way he was so uncomfortable around that baby bump. So anyway, he, he kind of gets over it when uh, Susan comes into the room and he doesn't want to be one up by her, so he starts singing. Mm-hmm. He starts singing a song to the tune of Hey, Hey, We're the Monkeys, and the baby kicks. For the first time. For the first time. And that's a, a nice little moment they, the three of them get to share in their unconventional family. So yeah. good for them. Nice little nice little way to end, wrap up their, their storyline. Yeah, it was sweet. Anyway, back at the house, they're getting things ready for the meal. Chandler, who has, has explains why he doesn't like Thanksgiving to the gang. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it was when his parents told him they were getting a divorce. Yeah. Pretty legitimate reason for for hating Thanksgiving. Yeah, he was young. Not that his friends care. 
bloody Phoebe teasing him with that pumpkin pie. <laughs> I know that's pretty insensitive. The gang are pretty like pretty harsh to Chandler and and, and his things. They didn't support him when he was taking up smoking. Not supporting him because he doesn't like Thanksgiving. No, this whole episode was they were harsh on each other. Yeah. I kind of, yeah, not really in the spirit of the holidays. No. So anyway, he goes off and sulks, although, you know, he goes off on his own and presumably watches the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade because he comes bursting in because the underdog balloon from the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade has gotten loose and is flying all over the city. <laughs> so they all go up to the roof, um, only to realize they've been locked out. Well, whose fault was it? The, that, well, that's what I was going to ask you, because on the way out, Monica yells, Rachel got the keys. No, she doesn't say Rachel. She just says, got the keys. Yeah. Okay. And I heard But it's it's Rachel's the only one left in the room. Yeah, I guess she was at the end of the line running out. Yeah. But I I did hear it as, got the keys, like a question. Okay. But she wasn't addressing it to anyone specifically. No. No. So if you heard her say that, you would be like, because if I'm like... You're going out, you're like, right, got my phone, got my wallet, got my keys. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's Monica's fault. I think Monica <gasps> was letting people know that she's got the keys. Oh, no. I think it was Rachel's fault. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It, she clearly said it with the inflection, got the keys? Mm. I mean, maybe not so exaggerated like that, but... Okay, but Monica knows the type of person Rachel is. She's a cup-smashing, inattentive waitress. Obviously, she's not going to remember the keys. Man, we're just harshing on everyone. Oh, I know. And it's the holidays. I don't want to be harshing on these people. But anyway, they're locked out. Uh, Rachel is panicking because she's going to miss her flight. Monica's panicking because her food is burning. Joey has a spare key in a drawer uh, with a bunch of other keys. So he takes his sweet time opening the door. (laughs) You would have thought with Joey's love of food, they might have had a bit more sense of urgency. But no. They go in. Smoke-filled apartment. Rachel's missed her flight. The food is ruined. And yeah, everyone starts arguing. It's a shame. It was the first time I think that we've seen them seriously argue, especially Monica and Rachel. They seemed like sisters in a cat fight. Ooh. It was it was bad. I, like I felt like um, they'd strained all their relationships in this episode. I was think I was watching it thinking, oh my god, I've never seen them like this. This is the end of the Friends gang. I I only I didn't think that. No. Okay. But. <laughs> So then cut to everyone just sitting moping around. A lot of moping going on in this episode. I, I, I wrote down a lot of, of moping. A lot of moping. A lot of moping. They're all just sitting around the apartment. It's not like anyone's going to be proactive and be like, right, well, let's see what else we've got. I can whip up something. Or uh, They're just all sitting around, just not saying anything. Well, I think everyone's, everyone's plans were tainted in some way. So they were just pissed from that. Go to a bar. You know, there's going to be bars open on Thanksgiving. I know, but they they all really seem to cling on to the traditions of what their families did. Oh, can you make this way my mom did it? The You know, my parents are going away. Let me cook Thanksgiving dinner for the first time. I'm going to do it the way my parents did. You know, they're glomming on to that, and when it wasn't the same, they just got disappointed. That's a fair point. They are reunited by perhaps the, the most unlikely of, of persons. Salvation comes in the most unlikely of forms. Uh, when they spy ugly naked guy oh, yeah. across the way, ugly preparing a, a Thanksgiving dinner for an ugly naked woman, apparently. Yep, they were. And that brings them all together. Because they realized that even ugly naked guy had somebody mm. on that special day. And that's what's really important. Yeah. 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 It's I think beautiful. We've, we've done it, Elizabeth. We cracked the, the true meaning of Thanksgiving. So anyway, they all sit around to the table. Chandler 
is is loving it because this is more his kind of style. It's not really recognizing the holiday. They're all just kind of sitting around. Mm-hmm. He has prepared a feast of some very, very fine looking grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, yeah. They look really good. He cuts into them gloriously. Yeah, I wanted them really badly. They look delicious. Oh, I know. And I gotta say, he makes he makes a toast mm-hmm. before they all, you know, before they all finish eating and I thought it was going to be the first time he was going to be serious about something because his tone was different and it wasn't so like high and I don't know. I just I, like he made a, a joke to begin it and then was going. I was like, oh, my God, this could be it. This could be the serious moment. And then he ended on a joke and yeah. it was all like sweet and nice and like, you know, whatever. But I really thought it was going to be the first time we'd see him be serious. Well, he's, he, you get to see that it means a lot to him, I think. Absolutely. So you get to see that. And side like that, that probably is his way. Yeah. Of showing how much it means and but. they know that they know that i know Chandler. but i want to see him serious oh, well, i have to it. seriously see him with monica <laughs> ah! all right all right the thanksgiving dinner was ruined there was no turkey for them but worryingly there was plenty of other animals namely turtles namely turtle necks this was a, another turtleneck oh, heavy episode i'll say I, I mean it is it is winter time in new york november i suppose you need to keep your neck warm it'll still fall it's winter time. No, winter. End of November. First. Yeah, get it. That, that's being technical. I know. All right. It's the solstice. Oh, solstice. Winter okay. solstice. Okay. Well, you can enjoy Thanksgiving with Phoebe's grandmother and his her boyfriend I who will. follows the lunar calendar. Thank you. Bloody hippies. Uh, so yeah, lots of lots of turtlenecks. There was some debate. There was at least three, maybe four, but they were. It depends. Well, there was. I remember Monica wore one. Joey always wears them. Ross wore one. Oh, he always wears them too. Mm-hmm. So I think there was two instances of maybe Ross wearing. Ross or Joey wore two different ones. I think so. there was three on screen at one time. Oh god! Which is a a heavy tragedy. Fifty percent of your gang is rocking the turtlenecks. Yikes! <sighs> well, if we'd been playing our drinking game this week, we would have been in trouble. We would have been. Yeah. So that just about wraps it up. You know, they all ends on a nice button of the episode. They're all good friends again. We get the post-credits part where Joey is, is attempting to improve his poster. He, like, rips off the bottom line that says he has VD on the poster and underneath it it's advertising other... He has to have a couple of attempts at it because he rips it off once and it says, like, hemorrhoids and then another time it says... <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> but then he finally gets to one that says, um, three-time Tony Award winner. And he's like, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> and uh, off he goes. Well, um, one out of thousands... That he can <laughs> yeah, fix. I suppose so. <laughs> but that's his subway, I guess, if he's going to stand there. Yeah. That's a subway stop, at least, if he gets recognized. That's true, yeah. Yeah. So that is it for the, the one where Underdog gets away. Uh, a, a holiday episode, as it were, focusing on Thanksgiving, usually reserved for some, for something a little bit more special. Did you enjoy that episode, Elizabeth? Yeah. Yeah, I did. It was all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're. We're on a bit of a roll now. I think the the last three episodes have been have been pretty decent. Oh, you didn't like the one with the blackout, actually, but no, it was okay. The one before that, where Nana dies twice, you enjoyed that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, on a bit of a roll. Yeah, we'll could, see where this takes me. Yeah, could this be your new How I Met Your Mother? Oh, it's a big ask. I'm not sure yet. It's too uh, soon to say. It's too soon to tell. I don't think you would have been that invested in How I Met Your Mother after nine episodes either, though. I don't know, man. All right. Okay, well, that's just about going to do it for us. Just a, a, a little reminder to everybody, if you if you want to support the show, there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can definitely give us a follow on Twitter. And please do. Uh, we do... We do we, 
we are interested in uh, in hearing from everybody and getting feedback on the show and stuff. And Twitter is the best way to do that. You can get us at FriendsPod. Uh, if you really want to help the show and help us reach a larger audience, um, going onto iTunes and leaving us a, a nice review and a rating, uh, that helps us get the show out to other people as well. So uh, we would really appreciate it if you take the time in doing that. You would be our friends for forever. Friend, friend till the end. You'd be our friend till the end. <laughs> ah, you know, I knew there was a reason why I keep you around. All right, Elizabeth. It's 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 been a pleasure as always. I guess um, I'll see you next time we record this. Sounds very fair. And not a second before. That's right. All right, take it easy, buddy. Bye. Bye.